Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bowlology Report. Bradley Hodge is out. He's down at Maui. I believe he might be settling down there and maybe buying a house and uh, taking the fam down there. So I'm joined by the classy, the elegant, Greggy Blewett. Blue, thanks for joining us on the Bowlology Report. No worries, Flemo. Hard shoes to fill though, Bradley Hodge, as you said, down there looking for a house. So... I'll try my best. Would it be somewhere where you could potentially move? I know you guys, you've got the two young boys now, you know, very good golf being down there in Gippsland. I've had some Maui before, but I haven't been to Maui. So anyway, I'll put it on my list, my bucket list. Hey, Blue, we're up here for the Gabba Test for Channel 7. Have you been enjoying the commentary side of things? Loved it. Um, Yeah, when I got asked to be a part of the team, I couldn't wait for the summer to start, Flemo. So... um, Geez, I'd love a few more close games in the Big Bash, though, I must admit. But yeah. um, looking forward to these couple of tests. What about Aussie win up here? The Gabba. Well, we need something for the fans to cheer about. I just got a feeling that, yeah, with what happened six months, no, nine months ago, yeah. um, you know, Australian cricket's at a certain place at the moment. And then the result against India, of course, India winning for the first time in Australia, which is we need a win, don't we? I tell you what, we've got some ins for this test match. Mm. Who'd be the actual test 11 that you'd go with tomorrow? Well, I'd be leaving Labashane out, but I've got a feeling that he might play. Um, but he'd be out of my 11. So why is that? Um, because I'm going with Burns. So Burns and Labashane, I don't think, can play in the same team. So I'd go with Burns and Harris up the top. I just like Usman Khawaja at number three. I just think he's perfectly suited to number three. I've got a feeling that's where he'll bat in the ashes. Yep. So why not keep him there? Yeah, that's right. So anyway, I reckon they'll go... Well, my 11, as we're saying, is Harris, Burns, Khawaja, Patterson to make his debut at number four. They can't bring him into the squad in this sort of form and not play him. So he's got to play for mine. Five, Travis Head... Pekovsky at number six. Again, for a youngster coming into the squad, I think he has to play, and yep. I think it's a great place to blood him as well at number six. Then I'd go Payne, um, and then you four quick. So obviously Cummins plays, Stark plays, Lyon plays. He's not a quick. He's no. the off-spinner, of course. And who you go? And then Richardson I'd go or Siddle? Siddle. Okay. Now, I picked my team a couple of days ago, and I've been slaughtered on social media about Siddle playing. Everyone wants to see Jai Richardson play. The only reason I went with Siddle is because of his replacement in terms of Hazelwood. I just think he's a good, solid bowler. He's only going to go for two runs and no, over. Exactly. So, yeah. And he's been in the squad the whole summer. So if he's been in the squad, he's got to be close to selection. So I don't see why he'd get 
overlooked now. But having said that, I've got a feeling they're going to go with Richardson. And if he does play, he's exciting. So. Let's go through them. You know, personally for myself, I want to see Burns play. It's right and left hand. Burns has scored three test hundreds. I think he's been a bit unlucky through this whole 12 months. I mean, you go back to South Africa, he actually top scored in the second innings in a nightmare test, 40-odd against a good attack. Um what about Patterson? Like, we've heard a lot about him, and he was close to playing two years ago, and they went with Nick Maddinson. Um, You're around the state scene at the moment. What do you like about him as a player? Well, I've been around for a couple of years with the Redbacks, and every time he's played us, he hasn't done too well. So I haven't seen a lot of him, but what I hear from the guys is that he's a very good player. And the 100 that he made at the Perth Stadium oh, against yeah. the Whackers earlier in the year, they're saying, is you know one of the great Shield 100s. So... Um, the and he's conversion. been he's been a little he's been pretty consistent. Like yeah. I remember as an eighteen year old, he got that one fifty on debut. That's right. Oh, here he goes. He'll be playing by the time he's twenty one. Now careers don't always go on the incline. Yep. But his average over the last four years is in the early forties. There's not a lot of blokes going around with that, and he looks like. He doesn't get a big bash contract, and yep. we saw Pajara who doesn't have an IPL contract. He looks like he's that type of. He's classier than a grafter, but I like that type of player in a test six. I'm thinking and hearing really good things about him. So as a player, he's they're saying he's really matured. The, the big thing is his conversion rate. So he's got 20, 25 hundreds from 50 first-class games and only 600. So, I mean, he's not the lone ranger, though. There's a lot of young players going around yeah. at the moment that aren't making big hundreds. So, um, but... From what I'm hearing from Trent Copeland, who's obviously with seven as Team well, mate, yeah. and saying that he's very prepared to play Test match cricket right now, so it's a great time to select him. Obviously, coming off, you know, no, I think it's fair Sri Lanka, so I think they picked the, the squad too early. Yeah, you know, 15 as they days always ago. do. Why do they do that? And, and, and I know it's because of the marketing and stuff like that. But let's just who cares? I don't care about the no, marketing. We just want to make sure we get the best selection right in form best selected team so i'm glad that he's in um and yeah from all reports he's and what a what a great time to play when you're in great form so that's the art of selection you've got to play players that are in form what about will pakovsky have you seen much of him a little bit hasn't played a lot yeah yeah a little bit of him i um he played a, a futures game at the start of the year that i was helping out with um so i was with South Australian Futures team. He made a very nice 70, missed out in the second innings. But the 70 he made, he just looked like he did it easily. Um, and I watched him in the nets warming up. Just that balance, um, he just looks like he's, he's got it to me. And he's done some amazing things at junior level. He's already done some amazing things for Victoria. Yeah. I've got a feeling that they would have picked him in the first test match against India if things were going well for him off the field, which obviously they weren't. Um, but to have done what he's done so far in his short career, he's obviously quite special. So I like the fact that they're picking a, a 20-year-old at the moment. And just with the um, last one, I actually probably would go Richardson. So I'm a little bit different. Yep. That's really harsh on, on Peter Siddle because yep. he's been around the group. There's no doubt he's Justin Langer loves Peter Siddle and what he provides and unselfish. Um, but I sort of know what I'm going to get with Peter Siddle. I'd take him to England because he bowls fuller and tighter. Um, I want to see whether Richardson in two tests actually gets himself selected for England. I'm not unhappy with Richardson playing. Don't get me wrong. So, you know, I, 
I was just going, I'm probably a little bit loyal as but well. Why having, is Sid's around the group and not that's playing? Right. It's a so whole is summer. he just there as a, as a playing coach or, you know, why is he there? But look, I'm not unhappy if Richardson plays at all because he's exciting. He bowls 145 up to 150. He can swing the ball both ways as well, Flemo. So I think a lot of people have seen him swing it away from the right-handers, but he's got the ability to swing one back as well. So he's very exciting. He's not very tall. That's no. what people don't know. I think he's under six foot, but really good athlete, great fielder, can, can bat, bat a bit, bit as well. Too, so he, yeah. look, if he plays, you know, that'd be exciting as well. Hey, Blue, and obviously you're a part of the Australian team Um you know, as the fielding coach, so you know about the inner dynamics there. So the, we've got two new vice captains, and, and the last couple, this is probably not a role you want at this <laughs> occasion here. Um, Pat Cummins, you know, is a superstar, and, and, and I like him potentially having a leadership role down the track. Um, Travis Head surprised me because I'm thinking, well, um, let's let him establish his career right. first. But then I was sort of thinking, if Payne got injured, He's the most experienced captain. He's been captaining South Australia for a few years now and the strikers. Um, so can you talk a little bit about Travis Head's leadership and captaincy ability? Yeah, uh, what I'm with you. Like, I was surprised to see Travis named as vice-captain because, yeah, I think he's not established in the team yet. But um, from what we're hearing that, you know, when they went through the process, he presented a, a really good case to be part of a oh, leadership wow. group. Okay, yeah. Um, but... I want to hear also from the Australian team what does happen if Tim Payne does break a finger. Obviously, you can't keep it. Who captains out of, out of Pat or Well, I Trav, just think it has right? to be Travis Head because because of his probably four years now. He's a captain at 21 years of age. That's yep. only I'm thinking. He knows how to set feels and deal with things, whereas some of our even older players haven't captained. Yep. Yeah, no, well, I think so you're right. So that's what I'm coming around I to going. I think you're right, but I'd love to hear that from, you know, if you do name two vice captains, yeah, I why? want to hear... Yeah, I want to hear why or what happens if there is if something does happen to Tim Payne. But anyway, in terms of Travis Head, I've seen his his growth over the last two years with his leadership has been brilliant. Um, especially the way he sort of talks around the group. I yeah. think you know because he maybe, did, when he took it on, there wasn't a lot of experience around no, him, was no. there? No, and you could see he was not overly comfortable talking in front of the group as well. But yeah. now he's he's really good. Um, one slight criticism I've got is I thought his T20 leadership in terms of his tactics were brilliant last year when the strikers won. In the Shield games, he can just let things drift a yeah. little bit tactically. So, you know, I know that he's working on that. And I think he's got to take some of his T20 leadership that way yeah. into the longer form as well. But in terms of a character around the group and that's that form of leadership, Outstanding. And so the Aussies are playing, coming on Sri Lanka. We had one series against Sri Lanka in, in 1999. I remember a fine innings by you in <laughs> Colombo. Yeah. I think you I'm got 82 <laughs> in four hours. And I remember you took your helmet that, off yes. and you looked like, you look like Skeletor from He-Man. One of my. You lost that much weight. One of my. You don't have a lot of weight anyway. <laughs> one of my more embarrassing moments, Flynn, <laughs> because, um, people that, haven't seen well probably not many people have seen my hair without product in it but when it if i'm freshly out of the shower and it's just been washed then it's just it's a fluff ball that's the best way to describe it and that particular morning in sri lanka was some of the most it was oppressive oh, humidity, yeah, it was, wasn't it anyway so i'd um you know got the product in the hair that morning so everything was fine but i was starting to cramp 
as you mentioned, I was out there for four hours or oh. whatever and very boring. But um, I was starting to cramp and um, Errol Alcott, our physio, came out to address the problem. Did he, he said, bring out hair product? No, Was that what he... no, he didn't. But he did suggest to take my baggy green off to let the moisture <laughs> or to let the heat escape from my head. Um, and because it was so hot, my my head dried in the space of about five seconds and I just looked, then there was the fluff book. So I'm batting for Australia in a test match without a, a lid or, or a cap on and I just looked you like You look like OJ ball. Simpson from Naked Gun 33 and That's a right. Anyway, I got, I must have had 50 messages from my <laughs> mates going, what are you doing? Get a cap on. But uh, yeah, one of my more embarrassing moments, Flint. That's absolutely gold. <laughs> hey mate, how do, you th- how do you see this test match playing out? I see good things happening for the Australians. I mean, if we don't beat Sri Lanka at the Gabba um, on a fast, bouncy pitch with a pink ball swinging around, I reckon we are in trouble. <laughs> um, going to Canberra, the, every time I've played in Canberra uh, or worked there, it's it's been a very flat pitch. So that might be a little bit more hard work for yeah. our bowlers, but I'd expect us to go 1-0 up All after right. this test match. Blue, thanks for joining us on the Bowlology Report. We, we've got to get our mics. We're, we're on air, We're so on, mate. Let's we're go on. Channel 7. See you, buddy. Let's do it. Well, we're lucky enough today on the Biology Report to have uh, the astute, the elegant, the Philip Tufnellness of Channel 7 BBL commentator extraordinaire. Phil, thanks for joining us today. Lovely to be here. Lovely to be back at the Gabba, looking at a picture. Hey, mate, what about your BBL experience? You've been enjoying it on Channel 7? It's been great fun. I've uh, been looked after royally yeah. by all the lads. We've had a bit so of fun. So you should be. Yeah, the odd game's not quite caught fire, is it? You know, You've know, been very it? harsh on the on the batting and the fielding. Well, it hasn't been great, mate. Same no. As that. I was expecting, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I used to come over to Australia. All the boys were catching things, running us out from square leg and just getting hundreds. It's been a little bit poor for me. Harry uh, Gurney, he's been catching him well. Bowled well. <laughs> bowled well, didn't he, Harry, the other night? He's a good death bowler. But, yeah, a few high catches in the morning for Harry, perhaps. Can we just get him a couple? Yeah, just um, a And, mate, um, you've been um, travelling around with your wife, Dawn. Lovely Dawny. Dawny's been uh, yeah. meditating yeah, a few times a yeah, day. Yeah, she's kind of turned it into... A yoga shopping retreat, which is which is thoroughly enjoyed. Minus four back home this morning, I saw. But, no, uh, Dawny's enjoying it here. She's loving it. Yeah, and, we're, and living, we're living the Australian lifestyle. Yes, and, I, and and actually, I went for a lovely walk the other day down Coogee. Yes, it, lovely. Yeah, yeah. jump looked, in the water. Yeah, no, no, no sharks. No, me and the sharks had a meeting a long, no. long time ago, and we decided our paths will never cross. No, so don't go in the surf. And I looked down, and uh, I saw an ab. Oh, <laughs> I saw an ab. I saw an ab. I haven't seen one of them for ages. But what did you think straight away? Well, have, I I, have I been stabbed? Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. So we're in, embracing the Australian way of life. Hey, mate, and I heard you talk. You, you caught up some ex-teammates, Richard, Richard Illingworth. Yes. I heard you say Gucci. What was Graham Gucci doing over here? No, no, that was me and Dawny went to Gucci. <laughs> yeah, yes, got a lovely bag. So a bit more expensive than yes, Graham yes, Gucci. Yes, and more hair. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, those, he, I'd like him to ones. promote Gucci. Yeah, Gucci it is. promoting Gucci. Oh, he was a good man, Gucci. Funny enough, we get on very well now. Absolutely. What do you mean now? Well, what was the problem? Hated me when we In played. In what way? You know. had very similar personalities. Well, that's right. You know, he was trying to sort of get all the right, you know, all the running and the sit-ups involved. Did you do time. too much running? I think so. You know what I mean? I, I, I think I put him ashamed. Well, at what moment did you think, I reckon Gucci's not a big rat for me? At what moment? Um, 
I think that the first time was during the World Series game at the SCG when I think it was Mark Ward just sort of outside edged one to um, Eddie Hemmings and he lobbed it into me. And I think Steve Ward was actually walking off and taking the gloves off. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. And I, I felt to... Uh, oh, sorry, I just got to hang on. Yeah, I uh, probably can't hear you. When yeah, you yeah, and, and I failed to, uh, I, I failed to complete the the, the, the run out. So um, he had a few choice words. So that was it. a pretty slick English fielding lineup. If there's Hemmings and uh, Tufnell, Gat was in there as well. <laughs> Gat was in there as well. So did anyone get a feed? The fast bowl. That's why they're all Foster, well, and that was so skinny. Go. They I couldn't know. get a feed. No, Graham I know. Dilly. I know the boys were the, 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 the boys could have a trough. They were. They hey were, mate, um, now the nickname Cat. Yes. Um, I believe there's a few versions. Can you give us version one? I can do. Version one, out all night, sleep all day. Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah. All right. We'll also, get... nine lives. Yeah, I just said one version. <laughs> You've already eaten into two. I hope you got four because I've budgeted on. Hey, um, people won't know, you were actually uh, the school captain. And I think um, mm. Masters, Smith and Jones just saw something in you. What, what did they see in you leadership-wise? What are you talking about? Were you captain at school? I'm looking up a wiki. <laughs> oh, was I captain at school? I might have been. Used to open the bat in a bowl left arm quick. So was there leadership or just you were the best player? I think it was the best player. But there was a little bit of leadership skills in me there for sure. You yeah. Know? What, what, what was one thing you would say to 12-year-old peers? Uh, um, well... I think also something that might have had to do is, is my dad had a Volvo estate. <laughs> <laughs> and so we could get from game to game and get all the kit bags in. So that's why I think they made it. Now this captain. kid's captain. Yeah. No, open the bat in. Where did that all go wrong? Top yeah. score? Uh, have you ever raised the bat for a hundred? Yeah, I have. Yeah. In schoolboy cricket. Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. I think it's when all the boys got, you know, sort of, they were all about, you know, five foot four or something in those days. When and they then grew. When they got about yeah. six foot And the ten. ball started bouncing from chest to head high. Hairy armpits, beards, scared Ugh. me a little bit. I like a clean shaven fast bowler. Well, you're talking about clean shaven. What about middle sex? When young Phil Tufnell rocks up there and mm. there's Brearley and Gadding and, yeah. and co., um, what, what would you reckon they thought straight away? Well, it was an interesting time, you know. I mean, for a start off, I was walking into a dressing room with 11 internationals. Yeah. You know, everyone had played for, for the country virtually. So, I mean, what a place to go and learn the game. You know, M, Ed, John Embry. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah Phil, Phil Edmonds. Phil Edmonds. You know, we had all the boys. Um, so it was a wonderful place to sort of do your, do your uh, apprenticeship, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, had the old ponytail. In fact, in Ooh. fact, yeah. Ponytail Phil. Yeah, I used to have a ponytail, couple of earrings and everything like that. And Gat came up to me. We was playing at Uxbridge against Essex. And it was just before the, 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 the test team had been announced. He said, Phil, he said, you're coming with me. And I'll go, well, what, what, what do you mean? mean? We're starting in half an hour. He, he, he frog marched me to the, his car, sat me in his car, took me to the hairdressers and made me sit there and have me hair cut. And I'm, and I'm going, absolutely. No, not Mr. Gaddick. No. no, no, this is not happening. This is not happening. He said, listen, that'll be the best thing that's ever happened to you. Two days later, I got picked for England. So Gat go. got you picked yeah. by getting rid of the ponytail. Yeah, so what about what about England then? So you're straight in. Yeah. Um, you know, what are your expectations and, and what was it like, dressing rooms now? Because it wasn't anywhere near as professional as these days. <laughs> hey? It was great fun. Yeah. Came here. Came here when, when the boys went up in the Tiger Moths. Yes. I know. I thought Gower this, Morris. This is fantastic. 
what a great laugh this is playing for England. I want some more of this. Were you playing? Could you see the plane? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, but they didn't know, Gucci and uh, Mickey Stewart. I was sitting there. <laughs> I was sitting there waiting to go in. I think it was at Carrara Park. Carrara. Carrara yeah. Park. Yeah. That's right. And I'm sitting there waiting to go in the back. We've got all the, all the, uh, you know, hierarchy there, Gucci and everything. And I'm sitting there waiting to go in the back. All of a sudden we've heard sort of, like that. And we were going, what was that? that? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, over the, like it's an earthquake or something. Over the horizon, yeah. two tiger moths. Yeah. Have by, dive bombed the ground and we're all clapping and everything. And they, the leadership group are all over at that stage, they, are they? they? Gucci yeah. and Mickey Stewart. Yeah, but they didn't know who was flying the plane. <laughs> it was your number four and number six. <laughs> <laughs> and they got told in the presser afterwards. <laughs> well, they went absolutely mental. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And was that for, for, the lovely David Gow, was that yeah. pretty much it, do you reckon? Do you reckon well, it was like, oh. yeah, they didn't get on too well after that. No. You know, a couple of senior players, you know, there was a little bit of tension. Because, I mean, in the um, old Bruce TV. Dickinson from Iron Maiden, he actually flies their, their jet. I mean, if, if, oh, if, right. if, if David Gow had went the next level yeah. and said, well, how about, we well, yeah. didn't have a jet, did you? No, no. No. Just a sop with camel from 1938. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about cat story number two? Cat three? story number two, um, been caught having a wee in next door neighbour's flower beds a couple of times. <laughs> I hope you've got a number four. Um, I, uh, when did you when did you peak? When was there a time you just looked up in the sky, you got ball in hand, and going, Phil, it doesn't get any better than this? Was it was it the eleven for against um, Australia? Well, no, a little bit before that actually. I think I might. There was there was a stat. So your eleven for you're actually on the decline. Yeah, a little bit, really. A little bit. No, because I think there's a stat knocking about somewhere that I might have been sort of like the second or third fastest of 50 wickets. For England? It might have even been... Ever? Yeah, it might have been. Oh. I'm not quite sure. No, I'm going to do some research. No, I'll do research yeah, for the pod. Yeah, do. Or it might be England or it might be something. Because I had a right good time early doors. Got five for at Sydney in my second test match. Boom. Yeah. Uh, who, who, who'd you get out there? A B. Oh, uh, wow. Terry Alderman was my father. Yeah, I mean he was a very good number fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dino. Uh, Dino caught bowl. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and a few of the other boys, Booney might have nicked one or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, and and then you know, and then it sort of I don't know. Everyone sort of expectations were we've got the next Derek Underwood. Yeah, and everyone then has a little peep at you, don't they? And they sort of realise that you're just sort Did of. Did you like, find the better you bowled, the more bounces you faced when? You batted. <laughs> I weren't out long enough for a bat. I didn't get too many half volleys. That was the one disappointment because if you I could look I, back, if you'd say just a few more my pitch volleys. map, my pitch map, there might have been one half volley in twelve. What about Hughes? Where did he bolt here? He usually bowled at the throat. <laughs> yes, right. that's right. And did you of, did you go to the nets match? Did you actually practice batting? I had two nets. I had two nets in, in your twelve whole years. Yeah, and the reason that was because it was at Perth and it was just before uh, the test match in nineteen ninety. I was sitting there and Mickey Stewart said, right, you know, go and have a, uh, go and have a bat fill. And I didn't particularly like it. I used to have to get all hot and sweaty. You know, I mean, I was a bowler like that. And then two fellas, I think from one of the, 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 the kind of suburb uh, yeah. first graders came yeah. in and they both pulled up on Harley Davidson's, right? With the leather jackets on and everything oh, and, uh, and the big handlebar moustaches. No. And they were throwing new balls in yeah. the Perth nets to bowl at the old cat. To a pom. To a pom. It was Spinner. like legalised stoning. It was like legalised stoning. I had three balls. One whistled past my nose. One hit me in the ribs and one got me right in the finger just before the test match. I threw me back out and walked out and I said never again. The life of Phil. Yeah. Stonings. Um, hey, mate, what about um, 
Hey, what about your batting though? Like people don't yeah. know. Yeah, your average five in yeah, Test match cricket. Yeah, so, lucky. so you, great to walk out to bat and know yeah. within one shot you could actually increase your average. <laughs> but no one talks about the twenty-two not out oh, against India, nineteen ninety-one. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, nineteen ninety-three. Uh, solid two in the first innings. Yeah. That set up yeah. a twenty-two not out. Kapil Dev, Prabhaka, Kumble, all gone. Where'd you hit those three fours? Another little stat for you: um, the longest two ever in Test cricket. Look that one up, bad boy. I, I didn't see that. I just saw two. No. Longest so who were you batting with? Hickey. Got Hickey through to his oh, 100. Or oh, it might have been Chris Lewis. No, you got know. Lewis got 100 in the second inning. Oh, did he? Did yeah. you get two blokes to 100s, mate? Uh, yeah, I think I did. And yeah. then they, the like, two, Lewis got out on it you. It took me about two and a half sessions. Now, the, the 22, I think Capel Dev might have been about 63. Yes. Yeah, and they played four spinners. And where did you, can you remember the three fours? Were I you hit, a sweeper or? I hit Anil Cumberley twice back over his head. <laughs> <laughs> and what did Anil Kumble say? Well, was there a bit of disbelief at the first one? Said, he might have said something, but I didn't know whether it was particularly at me or anyone. He could, no. have, been, he could have been, you know, could have been ordering his dinner. Um, what about the career finishes? Did you know you're going to be a massive celebrity? When, when did it hit? Was it um, celebrity get me out of here? Was it over here? What over was here? it? It was over here. I did it here, didn't I? The, yeah. the English armor celebrities up in um, Queensland. Yeah, just on the border with New South Wales. Oh, near Carrara. Yeah, that's you right. You could have driven your could have good, good Gower to drop you in, in the Tiger Moth. I could have done, and it's the first time I've actually come back from Australia having won, <laughs> which was fantastic. So, did you have any doubts? Did you just go? What were you doing at the time? Were you anywhere? Not particularly. I'd given up. England had given up on me a little bit, you know what I mean? So I was sort of, you know, I had a couple of years left on me, England, I mean, Middlesex. Middlesex. You know, and I was thinking, I'm going to give a bit back to the game and sort of perhaps go round and, you know, teach the boys out a bowl and what have you. For a couple of years, they came in and said, do you fancy uh, doing I'm a Celebrity? I said, do we go to Australia first class? Yes. And they said, yes. And I said, I'm in. Did you have a return flight or you just <laughs> I think so. wasn't going to back yourself? No. No, I mean, I just didn't. I and didn't. so from there to now, like, you couldn't be any about. any happier, could you? No, I'm having a great time, mate. As I say, great to be over here uh, watching the cricket and the BBL and doing a bit of work with Seven and what have you. And uh, just just trying to keep a smile on my face. Well, just can. talking about this test match, pink test match. Yeah. Are you a fan of pink day-night test matches? And also, what about the Sri Lankans? Who are we coming well, yeah. up against? Because... They played England. You, you watched it all. Yeah, we done Who were the dangers nil. for Sri Lanka? Done them 3-0. Um, first of all, not a massive fan of day-night tests. Why matches. not? Well, it kind of gets in the way of your social life, doesn't it? You know what I mean? You want to go out for a nice dinner and get stuck in and have a few beers. So, But, I mean, looking forward to it. Um, Sri Lanka, um, I quite like Dick Weller, of course. Yeah, he's aggressive. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's an aggressive, <laughs> aggressive uh, cricketer. Player. Yeah, and uh, chirpy behind the stumps. Um Lackmail, yeah, not a good, bad bowler. Good fast bowler, yeah. yeah. And looks just like Dick Dastardly from Wacky from Races. From Wacky Races. Get it up. Have a look out there, people. Spit an image. Spit wow. an image. Who's the Muttley then? Who's Is that the, Dick Weller? Could be Muttley, yeah. Because he, he's trippy. <laughs> Who was your favourite out of Wacky Races? Favourite out of Wacky Races? Well, Penelope Pitstop yeah. was pretty hot, wasn't she? She was sensational. She was sensational. Uh, what else are we expecting? Young Mendes belled us around. Yeah, yeah decent. Couple Listen, I think they'll do all right. Uh, you know, you would have thought that uh, Australia would be too powerful for them and, you know, kind of blow them over. But 
you know, they will nick a couple of sessions off you. They're that kind of team. You know, there's been a lot of sort of upset at the moment, and they're in Sri Lankan cricket. I think Manica could be better for them because yeah. it can get low and spin a little yeah. bit. Yeah. All right, mate. Hey, thanks a lot for the chat. We'll be commentating the next few days. Mm. Uh, have you got a last cat story? Last version cat. four. Yeah. Well, when I first came into the mess, uh, the Middlesex dressing room, um, you have to do like a little initiation, little party piece. And my party piece, I mean, it's a long time ago now, is that I could get myself in a position where I could lick my own balls. <laughs> That's Bill Tuffman. <laughs> Thanks, Tuffers. Well, that's it from the Bowlology Report. It was a short one. It was a little big bash types one, but thanks for Greg Blewett and uh, Phil Tufnell. We're going to have a bit of fun on Channel 7. We'll be back next time to review the first test at the Gabba. Pink Day Night Test Match, Australia versus Sri Lanka. Updates on the Women's BBL final and uh, we'll be building up to the Big Bash as well. So we'll be back with Bradley Hodge next time. Have a good week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 